Okay, I'm actually back now for a little twist. I forgot to turn my own mic on. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and there's my. <laughs> Am I on? Yeah, I'm you're on. on. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's my mic. <laughs> okay. Oh so, my god. Um, I don't know how you feel, guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks, dude. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, we got a couple of guests this week, as we always do. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Oh my god, we all just pointed at each other like, <laughs> you first. Um, I'm Mariam, I'm in second year. And yeah, I'm that's me. I'm a medical student at the university. And I would England. like to talk to you today about mental health. Is that okay with you? To start, can you please remove your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of an in-joke there. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, um, for, for anyone that's not in med, that's, that wasn't a legitimate request. That she's was not a, trying to come on to you guys. <laughs> I'm a married woman. <laughs> oh, you are. I am. So cool. Congratulations. Thank like, you. Like, really, really delayed congratulations, but congratulations anyway. <laughs> Thank you so congratulations. much. I wish I was married. I wonder if Luke's listening. Luke, did you hear that? <laughs> um, and we've got Katie as well. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> uh, my name's Katie. I'm also a second year student at the University of New England. Did, did you leave out <laughs> medical did, for a reason? Okay. Did I say medical? No, no, you did. Oh, I'm the wanker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay, I'm moving past that. So we have a bit of a... And to my right, we have Lydia. Oh, yes, we do. I'm sorry. I'm Lydia. Um, I'm a first year student. Where are you from, Lydia? Um, I'm from Melbourne, but um, I studied in Sydney for two years. That's oh, cool. cool. Yeah. What's your favourite animal? My favourite animal, mm-hmm. definitely the chameleon. Very expressive yes. of its own feelings. I can respect that. Yes. Yeah, it clamps up the tree. Like okay, that. okay. Oh. Everyone needs to understand that we're on radio. Yeah. <laughs> um, you couldn't see, but no Katie was making s- some chameleon motions with her hand. <laughs> I was born for this. Okay, so before this show derails completely, uh, we have a bit of a mental health team themes show because we have Bluey coming up next week. Yep. Very excited for that. Mm-hmm. So I believe Miriam is running the Charities Funfair event. Yes, I am. Okay, would you like to tell us a bit about that? Okay, so our charity fair is next Saturday, the 25th of May. Um, And we're having some rides, attractions, activities for everyone. Just a feel-good event happening on a Saturday, winter's, like, afternoon. Um, And basically, we're trying to raise funds for the Armadale Neighbourhood Centre, which is a resource that almost anyone and everyone in Armadale would use. Um, it's basically like your go-to for anything and everything. Like I honestly cannot explain their portfolio enough because they will help you apply for an interest-free loan. They will help you find a job. They would help you deal with your addictions, your issues, um, help you with your family planning, just like an endless role of help basically and they've consistently had their funding being cut year after year so we're really excited to help support them every way we can and they're a local organization so they're very close to us and by us I'm talking about the Blue Week subcommittee um, which Lydia is on she's been helping me with Um, for those who don't know Blue Week is a AMSA initiative that's been running since I think 2013 and on to a resident global health expert. Yeah, Guy. Guy? Oh, yeah. Um, like, talk about Blue Week? I just want to start by saying like, that's so cool about the neighborhood center. I yeah. honestly it really didn't is, even yeah. know that really existed. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little hole in the wall, really. Um, I did placement last year at Meals and Wheels, and they have like a close relationship with the neighborhood center because any leftover meals they take to the neighborhood center and they get given out there blankets, food, medication, help with anything and everything. Um, do you know where it's located? Um, it is right by the regional council in town opposite Central Park. Or a bit, yeah, the parking lot from Central Park. Yeah, that's where it is. Nice. Cool. All right, so Blue Week. Yeah, Blue Week. Um, yeah, look, mental health, uh, particularly for med students, is a major issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at the moment the focus for a lot of people is is changing the culture, firstly in medical school but mainly in hospitals because it's so damaging. Uh, medical students have a way disproportionately high suicide rate, depression rate. Um, and then the second way is to sort of incentivize com- conversations and remove stigma. So I think Blue Week is is a really good way to, you know, promote the second one, more, more so probably than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically just get everybody to support each other as much as possible. Um, 
you know, if you think about things like Are You OK Day, which isn't part of the week, but still, um, you know, it's it's just a week where we can really focus on uh, making sure that we're all we're all happy, we're all doing OK. Um, and I think the, all the Blue Week activities are geared towards helping that happen. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. So um, I think it's Keitha who is the Blue Week convener. Yep, she unfortunately couldn't be here today. She's uh, having some medical problems. Not, me- not mental health, more physical health. Yeah. So well, we hope she's mentally in check and feeling good mm. about herself. We're sending our energy your way, Keitha, if you're listening. Yeah, lots of love vibes to yep. you, my friend. Mm-hmm. Get better soon. Or else? <laughs> literally, or or else. literally, we will fall apart <laughs> if you don't get well soon. Um, okay, so that's Blue Week out of the way. Anything else someone would like to say about Blue Week? Um, any food. Any yes, food. <laughs> that's you a great know what? thing about Actually, these. let's talk about food and mental health because that's a huge thing. Let's. I feel like it goes either way. Food can make you really unhappy, or food mm. can make you very happy. Mm. And it's uh, that the food and unhappy relationship usually stems from the whole body image thing. Mm. Um, but food and happiness is so close to me. Like good meals yeah. that make you feel good, essentially. I don't, I don't know. For me, it's just the most distracting but good distracting <laughs> thing ever. And some people find so much joy in cooking as well. Like they will spend hours crafting a meal and be like, I actually feel amazing about this. Yeah, That's no, I, I get that a lot. Yeah. I think my favorite experience is driving through a drive through Oh, my God, <laughs> the joy that those five minutes gives me. They hand you that beautiful brown bag and you're just like, yes, come to my Like, my favorite question isn't even, are you okay? It's, hi, can I take your order, please? <laughs> Would you like extra fries with that? Oh would you like to upsize for $1.50? Yes, I would love to. Here's the problem for me. and I, I guess this um, outlines how varied mental health and how personal it is. I actually get massive anxiety going to drive through Like, I hate it. I would avoid drive through anywhere possible, including just parking and walking in. I don't know why. I just hate drive throughs So, again, I guess it's that person. I think it's just the whole fast food experience for me. And, like, drive throughs are great because I can do it in my slippers. Yes. Oh, yes. I feel like Katie, like, resonates yes. with slippers and robes. Oh, my God. Robes, <laughs> pyjama pants, no pants. <laughs> All the variations of that. Pro- they will never know. Uh, I worked at McDonald's for uh, nearly six years. Um, you're hearing it first here on Tune FM. Um, and so I'd be more than happy to hold your hand and, and help you go through that if you would like. Because let me tell you, they're more than happy to see you because otherwise they would just be cleaning and cleaning sucks. So they love seeing you. You, you say um, that, but through. some people love cleaning. Some people, you know, that's their mental health. No, actually, no, yes. Oh, my God, it's mine too. Yeah, cleaning is cleaning is a big part of what happens in my head, so yes. <laughs> yeah. I just yes. feel like I've got my life back on track when I finally get around yes. to cleaning my room and everything's in. Vacuuming, yeah, when you, like, suck something up. Only if it's a va- good vacuum. Yeah. It's so frustrating if it's a terrible yeah, vacuum. Yeah, it stinks. Yeah. Um, actually, that's that's probably an <laughs> important point to add in as well, along with uh, Mariam's food, mm. is that it's, it's really important to do self-care, and a lot of people think that self-care is, like, doing a bubble bath. And or a face mask. Or a face mask. But actually, start at basics, like yeah. having a shower, washing your hair, oh, cleaning your bed sheets, mm. doing your bed every morning, doing yeah. your yes. changing your socks. Yes, all of those things are really important as well. Doing and the I think, laundry. yes, and coming into exams, I think it's really important for us to remember that we don't have to do anything super elaborate for ourselves. Mm. Just, just brush your teeth. Yeah, like yeah. that feels good, man. <laughs> so we kind of pinball all over the place with there, but um, yeah, I think it's important to just find what you. Um, what you need to relax, where you need to improve mental health personally, because it varies for every person as we're finding out right yes. now. Yeah. So I guess it's important to find your own thing and, um, yeah, don't avoid personal hygiene um, and always remember that there are people out there willing to help you, like the amazing neighbourhood centre that Miriam mentioned. I think um, mentioned. with finding things that, like, help you find comfort in things, it's also important to find control with that because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people eat comfort food yeah. but they might or, eat too much yeah or spend comfort money yeah that, mm. that i think that like gambling or, or excess, excessive spending or mm. getting into debt kind of stems from the fact that oh i enjoyed this mm-hmm. this made me feel good yeah. and that suddenly makes you feel bad so yeah control yeah. control's a big part of it all everything I, in moderation yeah. I, I agree as well because i think there's like a, a short-term gain or short-term benefit to mental health from you know eating something that's not good for you but 
just makes you feel happy and I think that's important but also a much longer term gain from having healthy eating habits in general yeah because um, a healthy diet is is really good for mental health as well and well, it's so difficult to like find that balance as well sometimes like yeah mm. where, where can I indulge where can I treat myself yeah and then where is it like actually no this is detrimental to mm. my mental health it's a very fine line I think and you can always have like other people tell you like hey I'm a bit worried or whatever but it always has to come from within you Mm. as well and I think um, like we're all smart people we're all studying medicine and we're all studying those of you that are listening that don't where you're smart you know where your lines are you know mm. you know when it's too much true when you hit that tenth donut and you start your stomach starts gurgling and that's when you stop Luke that's when you stop <laughs> <laughs> Roasting Luke as health. I'm not. I'm, is this I, good for his mental health? Uh, look, I don't think. I don't. I don't think he's listening. So I'm just having a good time roasting him. <laughs> this, this feels wrong. This feels. Oh, uh, I, I hashtag I stand with Luke. <laughs> exactly. how, how, how much bullying is too much, Katie? That's the, that's the question. Look, I like to. I don't know. I like to keep him in check. Um, <laughs> uh, he does eat a lot of donuts. So, um, is he your boyfriend? Sorry. Yes, Luke is my boyfriend. <laughs> um, he's very tall and covered in tattoos. You might see him around the campus. Maybe. Might. Does he do the same course? No, he studies criminology. Wow. So, yeah, so he sees some pretty intense stuff as well in, in his sure degree. Yeah. He does, yeah. Speaking of um, your family and uh, mental health, do you want to take a moment to talk about your newest addition, the, uh, the therapist of today? <laughs> oh, yes. I thought you were going to segue into me talking about my family. Oh, no, no. I like mean, my immediate family, yes. So um, uh, the students of the School of Rural Medicine now have a fully qualified uh, therapy snag, visiting them two to three times a week. Um, her name is Penny, um, and she is a miniature dash hound. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, I like the idea that everybody listening up to that point was just like, wow, oh, you cool, brought in cool, cool. a therapist for your cohort? That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. A therapist sausage for your <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. snag. <laughs> like, I don't know what she means. <laughs> just, just, just hand the sausage around. We stuck some googly eyes on a sausage. Um, no, uh, she's a miniature dash hound. She's 12 weeks old. Um, I feel like you basically did stick some googly eyes on a sausage. Oh, like, she's so googly. Yeah, she's pretty tiny. She's very tiny. She loves people. Um, and, yeah, so she's in today. Not in here because she'd be ruining everything. But, um, but yeah, it's it's. I, I don't know about you guys, but animals play a pretty important role in my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, um, getting a dog to have here in Armadale was a bit of a no-brainer um, to help me get through. Because um, she doesn't care about how I did on the formative, um, oh she just she just wants she just wants sardines. So. I feel like I relate so much to Penny now because I don't care about how I did on the formative either. You just want sardines, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Brisbane originally. Okay. Um, uh, ben. Did you have a dog there? Yes. <laughs> so. Um, I will talk really quickly about animals because otherwise this radio show will go down the drain really quickly and it'll be 9pm at night and everyone will be like, she's still listing her animals. Um, so I have two dogs back home and probably best known for my chihuahua. Um, oh. His name is Nemo. He's fabulous. Um, Nemo. Yes. So I have two dogs back home who I was going to bring with me here, but my mum was like, haha, they're mine now. So I got Penny. Um, I also have a horse called Butter. Oh. He's my baby. Can't afford to bring him here though because horses are expensive. <laughs> So can I ask, how did you get Penny? Is it a rescue dog or...? No, so controversial. So all of my dogs up until Penny have been rescues. Rescuing animals is a really important thing for me. Um, I was very aggressively into the RSPCA cupcake day that UNEPSA ran last year. Those of you that remember (laughs) me running around forcing people to pack goats and stuff. (laughs) Um, But Luke, Luke's best friend, have they have sausage dogs and he really wanted a sausage dog and he was like sausage dog or nothing and if I have to choose between having a sausage dog or no dog I'll pick sausage dog um Mm. but in saying that and I I hope my real estate agent isn't listening um we are have been approved to rescue a greyhound as well so we will be yes (laughs) so we will be going down to Sydney in the mid-term break and picking up a big big brother for Penny so so um and we'll get him registered so that he can be a a therapy dog as well for us and by registered I mean we'll just bring him and remember to bathe him (laughs) there there is a name for this dog (laughs) okay so hopefully everyone else gets this because I'm I'm a Harry Potter person not a Lord of the Rings person so I didn't get it but Luke was like 
we'll call it Gandalf. And I was like, cool. And he was like, Gandalf the Greyhound. And I was like, yes, it's a Greyhound. Okay, so the Gan- Gandalf the Grey is, is his name. So his name will be Gandalf the Grey. Um, I genuinely can't I love decide it. if that's brilliant or sucks. <laughs> like, I really... It's I brilliant. Think. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Thanks. I think it's brilliant. Thanks. See, this is where it would be good if he was listening. Um, did you hear that, Luke? People approve. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag I stand with Luke. <laughs> okay, so back to Blue Week, I guess. Back to mental health. Back to mental health. I mean, oh, well, actually, I was going to say um, on, on the note of Penny, I think it's interesting because you posted a, a, a picture of Penny with the glasses on. It was the most adorable thing ever. You posted it to the chat. And I think up until that point, just today, I was, you know, doing a lot. I was do, just doing work straight throughout the day with no real breaks or anything. And um, it was starting to feel quite, you know, samey and monotonous. And you posted that photo and I saw it and instantly the day just skyrocketed. It really did. Aww. I reckon we should honestly have more just animals, pets and stuff mm. just on our chats yeah. and, you know, in our lives. I know that everyone really enjoys it uh, when I bring her in, so try and bring her in semi-regularly and let people know when she's around if people want to come in and smother her and have her pee a little bit on them. <laughs> the average pitch in our common room while that dog is in there <laughs> rises by yes, like an octave. 50,000 decibels. Oh yeah. my God. Um, but yes. She's so tiny. I remember just like patting yeah. her. Oh my God. She's pretty good. Precious this is now the Penny Show. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm okay with that. Stuff that Penny does. There's always a guest just kind of like derail the show and just. I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm actually okay. This is this is a huge contrast to when a Sim and Tyson came on the show. <laughs> they just who we who? got to the point where he would mute their microphones and they would get up out of their chairs and steal our <laughs> microphones. <laughs> We'd ask them All a question right. and they'd be like, Yeah, yeah, we'll answer that later. But first, Amazing. when you face wash. Do you just do you just wash your face or your whole head? <laughs> and, yeah. Actually, uh, that's a really good question. Do you wash your? No. Head? Oh, we got to answer this again. <laughs> oh. I regret bringing this up. I go the whole head because like. Yeah, nice. I got to I got to wash my scalp somehow. Actually, also quick census here. Do, does everyone here wash their belly buttons? Is that a weird thing? No. No. I feel like I need to pop in for my husband and tell him that guy has alopecia and does not have hair on his head. So when he fa- washes his face, he just carries his face yeah, so, uh, <laughs> through to his so, scalp. Yeah, yeah, so where is your... That was a weird What's way of putting that. Hey, hey guy, my face through my where, where does your face stop and your head start? Um, oh, my gosh. Okay, I, I say that if I raise my eyebrows, I get, like, frown lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The top of the top, like, fold of skin, that's yeah. where my face ends and my scalp begins. You can't see it. Why is it called? Everybody to. is looking at me, like looking but really closely, <laughs> and I just realised we're on radio and all but, that. But guy, it's called your silence. forehead, so yeah, your forehead's your face. Still a part of mean? your face. Okay. I mean, your That's face fine. is your head as well. You know, we're just talking about face and scalp. <laughs> your head's what's above your neck. Are you guys self care? Self care. Self care. Face masks. Super important. Oh my gosh, yes. So. Or this guy goes. If you were to do a face mask. Oh my God! Where would you carry the where face mask? Where would you stop the I face mask? I would definitely carry it to the top frown line and stop. Okay. I'm not doing a face mask on my entire scalp. That okay. would be weird and painful. I feel like I would get one of those. Um, what are they called? The mud magic ones, the blue ones, and be I like, I'm an avatar. I'd give you two sheet masks, like the face ones, and stick one on the top yes, and one on and your and one face. on the back. Terrifying. Whip. Okay. I actually, we- I actually think <laughs> it would be really cool to like. You just said I'm the avatar, but. Normally, when I say I'm the avatar, I dress up as the last airbender. Yeah. You could do like a face mask where everything yes. but the arrow on my head is a face mask. <gasps> like an like an inverse, inverse avatar. avatar. Oh my so gosh. So cool. So cool. The yin, the yang to the yin. Um, yeah. And avatars are blue, which brings us Everything back to the week. Everything in moderation. Yes, the, the, the arrow on the avatar's head is blue, and Blue Week <laughs> is about mental health. So <laughs> we got there. <laughs> yes. And uh, on that note, time for a break. Yeah, I think um, a break is in order. Yeah. So, <laughs> since it's mental health themes, we thought may as well put some mental health theme songs on as well. Basically, anything that's f- about feeling good. Feeling on that note. Shall we play? All right. Okay.
You're listening to 1069 Tune FM. Welcome back to The Med Show. Um, that was Sunflower, and I actually really like that song. It's a really nice, cute song. Um, your mic's on, by the way, so feel free to talk. Aww. Okay. That was a delayed <laughs> response to you. <laughs> okay. I'm so happy that you like yeah. Sunflower, Premier. Thanks, just, Miriam. We were just talking during the break about how, like... It works so perfectly with the movie. It really, it does. really does. And for me, like I didn't, I wasn't super a fan of that song before the movie. But once I watched the movie, it just clicked. Love that song now. Cute. Okay, so unfortunately, we have we had to say goodbye to Miriam. Yes, I have to go um, to F forty five in case no one knows because oh I love gosh, to tell do everyone. You train F45? Yes, I do. Actually, that's so cool. No, but I, like I think that last year I went through a rut at the end of semester two, and I was very unhappy with how I felt and looked, and I can talk about that for ages. But and, and you totally could just on that if you just decided. If I decide go. not to go to the gym, <laughs> yeah, <junkie laughs> which will, yeah. Um, it's good for our health. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I went home over the Christmas holidays and I just decided that, look, I don't care. I am going to go to the gym. I'm going to train five days a week. I'm going to do it every day and I'm going to see how I feel about it and I haven't been able to stop since I used to be the type of person that was like no I hate the gym I hate it I hate it so much and I think it was because I went to like your normal 24-hour gym where you're on your own I didn't like classes because that's like one or two instructors with like 30 people and they've always got really good abs and you're like yeah so the thing about F45 and this isn't a testimony or an ad I wish I was sponsored because it's an expensive gym um, but it's it's team training and you're working with the people around you and your coaches are encouraging you and it's not it's not like a personal trainer going, do this, do this, do this. You've got your partner, you've got your bud, Janvi, you know, and you're pushing them <laughs> and they're pushing you. Everyone has their own Janvi. Yeah, <laughs> and nice. it's, it's the, I think, best thing that I did for my mental health. Aww, and I have really a, a two-pack now, which is awesome. Nice. Yes. Yes. Awesome. That's hard. Nice. <laughs> I don't I don't feel bad about eating a single box every two weeks. Yes. <laughs> All right. And with that, I'm out. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thanks for coming on, Mary. No problem. Bye. See you. Katie, get your own mic now. Yes. I've got my own mic now. This is so exciting. And, and a headset. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll put it on, though. You should. It's an experience. Oh, okay. You're right. It looks so much. You guys can't see me, but I look super professional now. <laughs> oh my goodness! It actually, like, with the like the loose flannel as well. You look like you've been doing this for years. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, flannel. by the way, Luke, I borrowed your flannel. <laughs> um, he's listening now, by the way, everyone. Sorry, I didn't mean to rat you out live on air. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's Wait, he's he listening now. Yeah, so Luke is listening now. So cool. Shout out if, to Luke. If everyone wants to start the hashtag, I'm with Luke. Hashtag. I stand with Luke. I sorry, I stand with Luke. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really though because he's like a foot taller than me. So. Yeah. Hashtag just one more donut. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Miriam actually had, had the idea of live streaming the inside of the studio on on inst- on the Unamps Insta as we record. I actually really want to do that. That'd be really cool. We also need to figure out this podcast business. We do. We um, really do. Like we really <laughs> we've been trying to do it for like a month now. Um, I hope they still have the Tyson and the Sim show. Because that is definitely worth having. But, uh, yeah, yeah. look, we'll get on to it. We'll try to see if we can go back to earlier shows. Because I really want to listen to us um, from, like, externally, how we actually sound. Yeah, me too. And, uh, you know, how much radio silence there is and how many awkward moments there are. And I'd re- more than anything, I'd really like to hear the moments when someone's mic's off and they're trying to speak or when you forgot to turn the music on or yeah. when Pramu decided to uh, not be a very good host. You know, all of that kind of <laughs> stuff, mainly. That's, it. That's what it is. Isn't that the whole show, though? Oh. <laughs> <Aww>. Nah. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely... Like interesting because I was told that I sound really good, but in sitting here, I'm like, I don't think it's good at all. But uh, anyway, um, I guess we should move on to. Well, that that brings us to another another point about mental health is self reflection. You know, you can reflect on yourself and try not to beat yourself up too much. You know, like be critical but not not aggressive towards yourself, which is kind of a kind of a point about uh, like from mindfulness that mindfulness is about thinking about the, the things that you do in a more objective sense and thinking about, you know, making sure that you understand what you did and, you know, why you're doing it, but not not thinking about that in an emotional context. And it's really, really good for your mental health. So, yeah. That's beautiful. I love it. Okay, so I guess we should move on to men, uh, medical news. And we're going to try and keep it mental health related if we can. 
What was that? I think that was me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was my chair. It didn't come out of a part it of It sounded like someone's just trying to tune their violin. Yeah. No, tuba. Surely a tuba. She's like... Oh, no, mm-hmm. it's definitely uh, a Or trumpet. Yeah, so sorry. I actually bought my violin here today. You can't see it. But, um, you bought the, the violin, but not... Um, your dog. Like, how dare you? Yeah, no. Look, we all know that if she was here, she would be barking and carrying on. You guys only get to see the, the cute part of her when she's, like, being all adorable and cutely, like, weighing on you for being excitement. When she gets home, she barks at And she bit my lip the other day, and I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. So. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, how loud her it barks? Cause no, she's super loud. It's a part of the dash hound trait. Um, yeah, for more information on that, you can visit my website. I'm just kidding. I don't have a website. Maybe I should get one. W- anyway, w- medical w- news. Sorry, guys. <laughs> medical news, guys. Go right. Medical news. So we're going to run through some uh, more mental health and psychology-based ones this week. Um, so the first one, millennials are becoming more perfectionistic, suggests a new study. Young adults are perceiving that their social context is increasingly demanding, that others judge them more harsh- harshly, and that they are increasingly inclined to display perfection as a means of securing approval. I think that that's particularly relevant in med, because um, I think that a lot of, for a lot of us, our journeys to get into med are one of, I have to be the best, given that med is so competitive and I think it's a very negative way of, of achieving an inverted comedy. And surely like social media has a massive impact on that as well mm. and the use of it because like you put obviously people put their best self forward on social media social media yes and so I guess the social pressures from are you feeling yourself is like oh I'll be perfect like them which I think is quite damaging to people. I'm finding in med that one of the really important things that you have to do is to really put on your blinkers and not look at everyone else and what everyone else is doing. Um, I think we're all used to individually being the best and getting the best and working really hard. And you've got people in this degree saying, oh, I didn't study at all, but I totally only got like three wrong on the formative, ha, ha, ha. Like you can't <laughs> worry about those people. A, they're lying, just as a side note, you, it's not possible, but just, yeah, don't compare yourself with others because we're all the best of the best. Um, yeah, and I think you can feel a bit of imposter syndrome when you realise that yes. everybody else in your cohort is just freaking brilliant, like, yeah, yeah. just amazing people, but like in their like cognitive capacity, but also their personalities as well. Mm. And it's like, I, do I deserve to be here? I don't know, but you clearly do because you got here and you haven't haven't failed yet. So that's right. Yet, yet. <laughs> the hardest part is getting in. I mean, it's we all just know that. That's right. That's hardest right. Hardest part is getting in. That's so. right. Yeah, keep your blinkers on, people. Yeah. Just worry about you. Blinkers. When you say blinkers, I think of like indicators. No, yeah, no, same. No, no, no. Sorry. I, yeah, the horse Hi, blinkers. Hi, it's I get me, that horse girl. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. horse Check blinkers. out a flannel. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I, I thought like like driving blinkers, and I remembered. Oh yeah, horse. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, right, we're good. Sorry. Nay. All right. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> just not, uh, just just yeah. nay periodically, so remember you're a horse girl. Yeah. Just yeah. Remember your horse the, metaphors. Um, with the like social media thing, where people put their best foot forward. Um, there was a reason, like I came across um, this Reddit, the subreddit, and um, what they did was expose um, people's Instagrams to their realities. And uh, there was like yeah. a photo yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. Tana, Tana Mon- Monjo, I think that's... Tana Montana? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ta- close, Tana very close. Monjo, the one that's dating um, Bella... Bella something. Um, Swan? Like, no. Rob Pattinson. No. Twilight? Guys, it's no. okay. We don't need the names. It's like <laughs> uh, and I'm like, trying to be like relevant. Big, big celebrities like Kylie Jenner, etc. Like uh, Mariam says it's Mojo. <laughs> Mo- Mojo. Yes, <laughs> Mariam. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you, Mariam, for your lovely uh, yeah. message. And Bella Thorne. Oh, Bella Thorne. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and um, it just exposed them. So, like, you know, when they suck in their stomachs, face tune the heck out of their face. Like... And etc. And it's just it's really like a fake perception of but also some people are just ridiculously gorgeous. But yeah. Uh quick question just related to that. When you guy I'm looking at guy <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> when you Here put a Snapchat filter on or like a filter on your face. Actually yeah. Um, where does it stop? Also it does it pick up your whole face? Uh I think so, based cool. on my very limited experience. Cool. But also um, it is very limited experience. Yeah. I almost never use filters or <laughs> Snapchat. For that on that note, if you use a girl filter, do you grow hair? <gasps> yes. That's a great question. I, I really want to know. I was thinking it was the other day. I'm like, we'll, we'll try. I will try it in the break and get back to you. 
There's no break. I mean, it's like oh yeah, that's right. We're on, we're you can just break. when the next time I go on one of my horse-related rants, you can just do it then. Just the rants in general, Katie. Just my rants in general. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I stand with Luke.com. <laughs> yep. This is a pending question that we'll get back to either next, either next week or in the next half an hour. Anyway, um, any more news you got, guy? Okay, um, I got a couple more. Uh, a new study of suicide timing in 18 U.S. states, it's a U.S. study, I'm, I apologize for that, found that suicide rates rose in March, peaked in December, and was lowest in December. Uh, suicide was more likely to occur in the first week of the month, which may be due to bill arrivals, and early in the week, possibly due to work-related stress. So seasonal that's, that's in there, their winter is higher and their summer is lower, which I guess makes sense. Um, I think it should generalise to here, shouldn't it? Or any, Would everywhere. it be the reverse in Australia? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So uh, my understanding is it's seasonal affective disorder. Um, and it's something that usually is connected to anxiety or depression. You can have it, not know it. If it's a cloudy day outside and all of a sudden you feel sad, that's probably why. Um, and it really does, uh, I think, those of you who did the light therapy on bipolar depression paper um, and probably just read the abstract and smashed in a 2,000 word essay after that. But if you go into it and look at it, there's a lot of really interesting research around the effects of light on people, different types of light, warm light, cool light. It's really interesting. Um, we apologize for all the second news we've triggered with that. But Sorry, yeah. everyone. <laughs> it was a bad paper. Um, I'm just realizing as well. That Inter- interesting topic, but badly written, I think. Yeah, it was a badly written paper. What did it say? So like warm up? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. So let me explain my whole assignment to you. Um, Let me explain my whole assignment to you. Anyway, um, no, it's just. I'll forward it to you later. It's great reading. Thanks, Kate. It's basically to do with like how light we we react to light on an emotional level, basically. Yeah, one hundred percent. One of the best things you can do for yourself if you're having a really hard time is to go outside, um, or to draw your blinds. Not draw them. What's the opposite to drawing them? Undraw them. them. Undraw them. No, draw them. Draw them. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Look, open your, de- open your windows. <laughs> <laughs> open your windows. Luke, I do it to Luke every single morning. I come in and I open his blinds up. Um, I'm assuming it works the opposite way as well, where if you stare at a screen for too long, yes, that's going to be negative. Yes, 100%. 100%. Because of the blue light. Yeah. That's one of the big things that affects millennials and Gen X and Gen Y is that we, because we're inside in an office all day, and then we get home and we're inside all day. We're inside the gym, always Perfect. inside. Apparently there's people in the UK that literally, like, it's the days are so short that they go to work in the dark and then they get to work and then they spend all day inside and then they go home in the dark. Not even just work, just kids going to school, same, same experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about a vitamin D deficiency. Right. Um, Aren't we so lucky to live in Australia where it's mostly sunny all the time except mm-hmm. for today? Imagine living um, in, like, Scotland. Or Iceland where it's like they have, like, full months of darkness. Yeah. I'd be so scared. I'd have like a necklace of garlic all the time. <laughs> what? To keep the vampires away, obviously. Oh, no. Because yeah. that's where you get your vitamin D from. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you get vitamin from a D from garlic. I don't know. Someone looked that up. I don't think you do either. That's uh, I do I'm like, so confused. I do really like garlic, though. And garlic is yeah, good enough. for you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's too yeah. much garlic. Would blue light filters like help with emotion then? Because you said, like, with computer screens. Yeah, so there's some really interesting studies, and I can't remember who I was talking about this with earlier today about blue light glasses, um, that it actually mucks with your melatonin. Is that your sleeping Yep, I was, I was going to say, like, supposedly um, being on a screen before you go to bed is really, really bad for you. Yeah. yeah so you need to put it down because like 30 minutes before you Yeah, because back when we were monkeys. it's two hours or something. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's insane. Uh, there's a really good app. Shout out to um, Mandy, my gal. Um, she got me onto a really good app called Flux. It's F. I, I use Flux a little bit. Same. It turns your screen, either on your phone, your laptop, your pad, whatever it is that you have, turns it like orange. I've got mine set too, so that after 8 p.m. it starts going more and o- more orange. I have mine set to sunset. You can do that too. That's beautiful. But um, and like it, it gradually goes down as the hours go on past sunset. Yeah. So you don't even notice it. Yes. Also, your most modern phones have the same feature as well. Yes. Yeah, you can get it on all your screen things. Screen Not even flux, things. like the built-in feature. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I think. <laughs> On Android, it's called Nightlight. I'm not sure what it's called on Apple. I think it's like some other. Like it's going to settings. Sure. Figure, fill, Look fill, it up. Look, it ask Amanda. She knows this stuff. She knows all about this stuff. I have been trying to cut out screen time before bed for years, and I just can't. I just can't do it. 
Shouldn't it be easy? Because nobody messages you anyway. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, hashtag I stand with guy. I stand with guy. <laughs> Look, looking guy. Look, looking guy. Oh, no. That was a sound of pain, by the way. So. <laughs> Not anything else. Anyway. Um, all right. Let's move on. Um, oh the death of a close friend can have an impact on health and well-being for up to four years, according to a new study of 26,515 people over 14 years, which found a range of negative consequences experienced by those who had a close friend die. Surely that's pretty um, intuitive. Like, close friend, even, like, partner, I think. would Four years. That's nothing. Yeah, I would think it would be longer than that. Like, maybe I'm just yeah. really emotional. I think, for me, it wasn't. it wasn't so much that, like, yeah, you'd still keep that with you probably for the rest of your life. But they found health and well-being detriment for that long. I think they mean like you know? phys- like physical detriments. Yeah, yeah. it's like physiological. I, I, yeah, that makes sense. I wonder how years. I wonder how that would connect back to us uh, being doctors and medical students and having patients die. So patients that maybe we were really close with um, or saw for a really long time passing away. I guess those sorts of statistics are things that we need to keep in mind that that will affect us probably deeper than we realise. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah, like we've had like forums in first year and I've asked them um, when they've worked with patients and like and they pass away, like what do you do? And they all have like different ways of dealing with it. Um, So there was this nurse that came in and she said that she just drank a lot, (laughs) like drank the pain away. Don't do that. (laughs) Seemed to work for her. But um, no, like and also talking, talking a lot to... Thank you. Um, so I'm sorry. Like, Hi, welcome. Sorry. I'm like, why does she sound so weird? Like, oh, 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 sorry. Oh, you've got a great fine. voice. Get up in there. Oh, thank you. You're Did welcome. you forget when I took oh. to my mic on? It's fine. No one cares. Anyway, <laughs> go on. Job. Um, yeah, and just talking it out with everybody, like with people around you. And like, obviously, it's difficult with people outside um, the medical faculty that you work in because um, of confidence. Oh, what's it? Sorry, patient confidentiality. Mm-hmm. Um, but just talking about it with um, the nurses that you worked with because you would have all shared that same mm-hmm. emotion. And, yeah, it was just really insightful because I think inevitably you will be facing some um, Death. deaths. Yeah. Yeah, with some patients that you would have been really close to and worked a long time with. So mm-hmm. I think yeah. for me what sucks most is that patient connection on a deeper level is a really good thing for patient outcomes. Like, if mm. you can connect and have that empathy with your patient, and if they can trust you, um, then that's a good thing for the patient. But, but it's, it's, it's not worse. a good thing for the doctor if that person yeah. happens to leave us. Kick the bucket. Yeah. Mm. And it's I think a, it's tough because that's pretty well unavoidable in healthcare. Like, yeah. it's literally a trade-off, you know. If you decide to be one of the doctors that has no attachment to any patients ever, then, you know, that's, I think relatively objectively a bad thing for the patients but you know it's not it's not like stigma or culture where you can work on getting rid of it that's just that's just part of the job it's just the way it is that's right mm. mm-hmm. anyone news you got yeah on a uh perhaps less depressing note um hang on sorry i gotta find it again reddit isn't coming through no wait <laughs> all right Butter's favourite colour is yellow. That's my horse, by the way. <laughs> I just thought I'd give you a little bit more time to find something. Well, how, He's a red how do you roan. Know? Um, I pushed that opinion onto him. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's one of my favourite I colors. really thought you were, I, in my head, you were like doing experiments of like holding up different colours and seeing how they No, are. I literally I, just I was like, this is your halter now. Enjoy it. I, <laughs> I didn't even gauge like the the level of that. I'm like, your horse is very good. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Then a the guy asked, how do you know? I'm like... Well, what do you mean? What do you mean doesn't know? It's like, oh, wait, hang on. It's a horse. What? Yeah, Penny's favourite colour is purple. Um, In case anyone who hasn't seen her notice with her purple lead and purple collar and purple blankie. Um, Sorry, Guy. All right. Um, (coughs) Emotional stress may trigger an irregular heartbeat, which can can lead to a more serious heart condition later in life, which suggests a new study, which shows how two proteins that interconnect in the heart can malfunction during stressful moments, leading to arrhythmia. Wow. Wow. That's really interesting. I'm assuming when they say stress, and I haven't actually read the article, but I'm assuming when they say stress, in inverted commas, they mean cortisol. Yes, I would think so. That's really interesting. 
That's so really I'm, interesting. When you say that, I'm thinking about like anxiety attacks and how your heart rate changes a lot, fluctuates. Possibly. Yes. Yeah. So. Yep. Heart palpitations. Yeah. It's one yeah. of the big things. Um, Cortisol is really bad for you. It really long is. term. Long term. Yes, yeah. it is. Have you learned about that? Have you gotten to that point yet? Um, mm. Not. Not. Not at actually uni, in school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did a bit of like psych on that. Oh, cool. Yeah, it makes your hair fall out. Yes. It makes you do a lot of bad things <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> Why'd yeah. you look at me when you said oh, that? No. <laughs> I didn't mean to. No, I, I actually, um, it was brought up as a potential trigger for my alopecia that they were saying, you know, like if you're really stressed, and mm. can, it can cause that. And I'm like, look, I don't, I don't feel stressed. Do I look stressed? Like, <laughs> no, you look relaxed. Yeah, your hairs were falling out. Yeah, I know. I'm just literally tearing my hair out. Um, when did you get alopecia? Sorry? When did you get it? Like when I was 14. So. I think being diagnosed with alopecia would cause you more stress than you're experiencing as a 14-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no so. kidding. I was moving schools by that point, but look, I'm no longer moving schools, so I don't think it's that. Well, not until the end of the year, until next year. Yeah. When you have to move clinical skills. Don't yeah. lose any more hair. <laughs> Why? <He's, I> mean, <laughs> he said as he... If anything, I'd like to lose more hair so I don't have to keep shaving it off. But yeah, your facial you? hair is looking really good at the moment. Really? Yeah, oh, I like thank it. You. I like it. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't mm. sure about that, if I'm honest. No, I like it. I dig it. Jeez. No more, or you'll start to look like a drug dealer. But <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, and by that, I mean pharmacist. No, now I'm just digging myself into a hole. Never mind. <laughs> just, Never mind. A na- just a name back out. Just, I'm just... All right, I've got, I've got one last one. Go if you love your job... Someone may be taking advantage of you, suggests a new study, which found that people see it as more acceptable to make passionate employees live, leave family to work on a weekend, work unpaid, and do not do more demeaning or unrelated tasks that are not in the job description. Oh, that is so classic, 2019. Of course, mm. we can't step away from our jobs. Emails, 24-7, checking mm. your computer, may as well check your emails, send your emails. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, interesting that it's been scientifically shown that people will take advantage of you if you're a happier person or yeah. if you love your job anyway if you find how do you, how do you scientifically show that i don't know randomized maybe control, randomized double maybe placebo you should read the article trial <laughs> double placebo trial look i pay attention in research seminars what are you talking about <laughs> double placebo the so article. does that article mean like, say you're doing really well and you're very happy with where you're at, other people will take advantage of that. Yeah, so I think if you demonstrate that you really love your job, mm. they will go, oh, well, uh, you know, we need you to work weekends, as opposed to somebody who's just, you uh. know, just there for the money. But Cries then, on their way home But then would that, <laughs> would that not make them more likely for a promotion? Which job? I don't know. Probably not, because they're not... They're not seeking out those opportunities. That manager is taking advantage of that person, you know. Well, they're probably because they're more easygoing and they're easy to take advantage of. I think that can be said as a general rule of thumb yeah. for personality. If someone's look, this, this this scientific study has a lot of flaws that would need to be. <laughs> we only read the title. Sorry, is this <laughs> the research assignment from me? Yes, I want you to go home, read this article, and write my two thousand word appraisal, please. Yikes! Do you guys do med or something? I don't know about you guys, but speaking of large, speaking of large, med. Uh, well, being Wednesday has some new merch, which uh, merch. Yeah, have you not seen like the massive haul that Miriam got from Well, being Wednesday? No. What? Yeah, it looks really amazing. Um, speaking of which, uh, we should have talked about it when she was here. But, yeah, uh, that's eh. in retrospective. Um, if you haven't jumped on to the adorable thread that is currently happening for Well, being Wednesday, uh, jump on tag someone and say something really cute about them um even if like you don't it doesn't have to be one of your best friends maybe it's someone that you pass in the hallway and you're like damn elise wears really cute clothes every day just let that person know um because it's just filling us all with so much i don't know if it's angina or if this is like what love feels like (laughs) that thread is so cute does it does it get better with exercise Uh, i don't know i don't exercise ah (laughs) um so uh, what are they warm and fuzzies i'm clearly very behind no so warm and fuzzies it's on the well-being wednesday site it's attached to a hilarious Mm. um video of uh mariam doing an unboxing youtube quality video youtube quality that girl needs her on youtube channel asap Mm. 
um, and just yeah, go and just read other people's warm and fuzzies. Like, it makes you smile. It, it feels like it feels you're good. standing outside someone's house and you're watching a family have dinner and having nice conversation. Like maybe creepy. No one can see you doing it. So if I'm not wrong, I think um, some of these warm and fuzzies might make make an appearance on the next week's Med Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next week we're hoping to have Miriam back and possibly Keith as well. Yeah. And we can go through how Blue Week has gone so far and maybe read some Mormon Fosses on air as well. Yeah. Which uh, I'm very excited about. I am too. I think that'll be really nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. I guess that's a good place to leave it, I guess. Yeah, that brings um, us to about six o'clock. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being on, Katie and Lydia. And Mariam. Thank you for having me. And Mariam. Absence. Yeah, um, hope to have you again on again very soon. Um, do you enjoy yourselves? Yeah, I had 100%. a great time. Yeah. I had a great time. Mariam and I are going to try and start a podcast and or take over your jobs. So, <laughs> We were talking about this before, but I think doing <laughs> radio is actually good for our mental health. Cause I, I w- do too. I always feel really good afterwards. Yeah, me too. I, It's one of those things that, yeah, I don't really feel here or there before I go on. But now when I'm on, I just I enjoy yeah. it so much. I guess they're like talking to the void. As it were. Yeah, actually, it's yeah, it's kind of yeah. like a therapy session. Like, yeah. Like, how many people would listen if we rigged a car with, like, recording and made Pramu go through drive through <laughs> And just recorded it. that experience. Only for those views. of you that weren't here at the start of the recording, Pramu has social anxiety around going Everything, through. Everything. drive through drive through which is interesting. Not Max in general, just any drive through Okay. Even KFC? Yes. Huh. Even Red Rooster. Never been Do Red stuff. Vistas even exist anymore? Yeah. We have one in Armadale. What? Do we? Yeah. Yeah. It's Where? next to, it's next to uh, Subway and Blackjacks. <gasps> Indeed. Oh yeah. True. <laughs> ah yes. It's next next to one of our <laughs> only traffic lights. Yes. Yes. <laughs> one of two. Yeah. My favorite. I get thing caught to, to both say. sometimes. <laughs> it's really annoying. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so um, I guess tune in next week. Hang on, hang on. There's a couple of things we haven't done. Firstly. Med Kidma Thursdays. We we have to patent pending. Name yeah, patent pending. pending. Okay, yeah. Um secondly, did we bring up Med Review? No, I didn't bring up Med Review. Um Med Review's coming up very soon. Actually. Yeah. Um so uh funding has been approved for that for Seth. Thank you, Seth. Sweet. Um and we are very excited to see what Sam brings to the table. Yeah, what which you- was if you weren't here, that was last week's session where we talked a lot about Med Review, but not last, last week, last, last time. Last time, which was probably about a month ago. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, super keen. Sorry, it's just it's a tradition that we mention Med Review at some point in our show. I'm surprised we got to this long without mentioning it. Yeah, I know. And it took me actually deliberately pointing it out. So because Med Review was good for Med Review. just let the tradition die, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's been me and Guy on the Metro Mathurzius name pending. Mm-hmm. This is The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. <laughs>